0: Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing that's oozing out your doggone hands? That thing is beating your doggone chest
1: right now. Can you feel that?
0: Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. It's your main man, Big Cliff. As always, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app and watching us on YouTube and Facebook Live. You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff, at carolinasportstalk.net. Or to be a part of the show, you can also hit us up on the Facebook group, Carolina Sports Talk Talks Back. Man, oh man, oh man. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you without a dope show step two as always welcome in my main man of yours dj high star in the building what's goody with it bro yeah what's good man you you're gonna have to you know, something new. if nothing else i am consistent Lead <laughs> hey yo here you go welcome back my dog it's been a while we we, we left the fans for t- full a while but uh life be life and so nonetheless we're back on the things man here with carolina sports talk how you been dog what you been up to
1: uh just chilling first and foremost um yeah apologies definitely out there to to the carolina sports talk family um i think that it was kind of uh, you good over there bless and all of that yes. i guess yes, thank you thank but um you. i have my own personal conspiracy theories that big cliff just didn't want to talk about basketball after the Lakers situation. But, um, so, apologies to the fans. Definitely, all I can really say is just uh, again showing contrition to to carry on from the the themes of the last episode. This is this is not good. But, anyways, uh, yeah. Now I was actually uh, in Florence, took a road trip this past weekend, went to Bucky's, and tripped upon a podcast that I uh, happened to be on. So. <laughs> Uh, the folks over there at DJ Blaze Radio Show so gracious enough to allow me to um, join them in their sure. episodes and then record a little bit. Had some fun out there with would Be Easy and Amy and all of that out there in Florence. And then, you know, checked on some of the pro fights and stuff. Just uh, chilled out for the most part.
0: Well, it's, it's funny that you say that, bro. I did something today that I hadn't done in quite a while, uh, and I was the out bros, man. I actually decided to go and put me on some nail today. Uh, went on one of a nice little walk with my dog outside, man. And, uh, got to see some of the neighbors. It's funny how everybody know the bros, man. And folks was just, Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey. they don't normally speak when I be out there walking, but I guess they see the prevalent "It's like, Oh no, he cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Shout out to the bros, man. Glad you got a chance to see the profiles down there in Florence, nonetheless. But, uh, Dog, we um uh, switching things up a little bit on, on the format of the show. Stay tuned, folks, for some new changes to come real soon. We've got some big things planned. We've got some interviews that we're gonna be able to cover for you guys, including the detective, Mr. Maldowney out there in uh the not Florence where he had school, uh Oh, man. But the detective, nonetheless, we'll make sure we have him out on an interview. He's going to get me for not remembering his school. But, right. um, yeah, looking forward to that. We're looking forward to this weekend after the show airs. We will be partaking in the HBCU Alumni Classic sponsored by High Star Hoops. I, myself, am excited, man. It's a, it's a big deal to be able to go and represent the finest HBCU in the land, Claflin University. But, uh, dog, you, what you looking forward to the most out there at Benedict College, with the HBCU Alumni Classic.
1: Uh just to turn out and, you know, uh with uh you know the the name Darren um you know or the name rather of the event being <clears throat> my brand and 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 stuff and you know you just look to execute the event of course, prayerfully with no incidents but also that grows and um continues to progress every year so the same way that we have with the heist with the high school game down in charleston in the high school it's grown to a high school alumni weekend you know just Mm -hmm. looking to do the same uh lead with integrity so that people know and people um you know what i mean can trust the brand each year or whatnot whenever they do see the flyer so that's all honestly gotta put on the the ceo hat really uh this weekend
0: Okay, say less, man. Represent the brand, man. And I'm telling you guys, it, it's it's established, man. It, from what High Star DJ High Star has done to what Doctor ja, uh, Doctor uh, Buford has done, Justin is doing his thing, man. Like you guys are growing, and, and I'm glad to be able to be a part of it. This Saturday, once again, June the 16th, going down. No, 17th Saturday. What is that? This Saturday (laughs) Mm -hmm. at Benedict College, the High Star Hoops uh, All Star, excuse me, High Star Hoops Alumni Classic will be going down, man. A lot of your favorite HBCUs, South Mm -hmm. Carolina State, Benedict. Uh, Claflin University, Allen, we've got Georgia schools, we've got some North Carolina schools, so it's going down in a major way. But here's what I got for you guys. The first five people that come to our table, because High Star and myself will be out there doing some live streaming and doing some interview with the players for you as well. But the first five people that come to our table in Columbia, I've got a special Carolina Sports Talk Pack for you guys. If you just come and mention the keyword, Claflin. On this Saturday, the first five people to mention the keyword Claflin, you get a free Carolina Sports Talk pack. So without further ado, High Star, let's go ahead and jump into some sports, man. What you got for the people?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, again, we was uh, discussing kind of High Star events and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. that they don't uh, go off without incident. Something that, you know, occurred this past weekend and they couldn't avoid it was the uh, Floyd Mayweather exhibition match against John Gotti's. A uh, grandson, I want to say, John Gotti the um, mm-hmm. third. The two faced off on Saturday evening, and honestly, the the fight itself wasn't the the headline. Um, the fight ended early; um, the ref calling it uh, due to quote unquote trash talking, and um, it pretty much had John Gotti kind of uh, performatively coming after Floyd Mayweather, uh, the ring ended up getting filled with both camps. Mm-hmm. Floyd snuck in a shot on John Gotti III to remind him like that. I'm really a boxer or whatever. Like I'm a professional. I do this. <laughs> um, yeah. And, it, you know, definitely ugly, but uh, they gave, they gave sports something to talk about. Uh, Were you able to catch any of the clips of it?
0: Yeah, I, I did. I saw not so much, Any of the fight, but absolutely the aftermath um, I was able to check out. For me, it's so many levels to this, bro. And I don't want to kind of, you know, take any perspectives or points. But the, the two chief points for me are that there's some folks who are hard. And then there's some other folks who are not even so much hard, but just different. You understand what I'm saying? And I think. If this is one of those ones. This feels like a <laughs> the potential to get real ugly, and I hope that they're able to kind of settle it. If if you guys were paying attention on social media, you saw that there are uh, some articles about some family members talking about other people's family members and making threats and promises of retribution, straight mob style. Um It's it's crazy, bro. Like for that to have been that uh, just a payday for that man, because there's no doubt in my mind that. Oh, he just wanted the paycheck. Because we know what Floyd is about at this point. He's... You feel like he's proved himself in the ring to the point that, oh, it's nothing but about the money for him. So, mm-hmm. it's... The second component is that, like you said, for him to have snuck that hit in and let him know, nah, I'm really a fighter, just reminds them that you can't just wake up one morning and say, hey, I can do what I see them doing on TV when they are professionally Man. training for this.
1: Right. And respectfully, I I believe... I mean, John guided The third is like you know of course like he's he's registered as a fighter or listed but i believe that he may be like 300 ranked you know somewhere around there and that's in his class um in his weight class so i um yeah i I agree but also
0: lebron and um and uh the guy who got fired on his day off situation yeah you're in the league and but there's still classes there's still levels to this thing that
1: who got fired on
0: oh dylan brooks dylan brooks yeah it's levels to it. Like they're both in the league. They're both professional players, but that ain't, that's not something that you ought to be trying to fight. And that's not a a bone you want to chew off. I, I just don't I, don't, I don't get that one for me. And I think that level of trash talk was just with the frustration and knowing that. And so now you want to search yourself in a certain way that kind of overcomes anything else. But ultimately I don't, I don't see them in the same class to me.
1: Yeah. I, I'm um, with the family member thing i mean i don't I, I don't want you to get upset with me or anything but a female member from the Gotti side mm-hmm. said uh, was talking trash about um Floyd Mayweather's daughter and NBA young boys uh mother of his child mm-hmm. um Yaya Mayweather and, and with that back and forth and uh, the anything coming from the Gotti camp that's broadcasted whether it's on social media or whatever is performative to me um really? yeah i guess you definitely in, your name pardon me your name rings bells and all of that stuff as far as your family name that's fine but uh, dwayne carter said it best real g's moving silence like lasagna and that I understand exactly what you're saying as far as the threats, but they're, they're dated, they're low-hanging fruit. She's saying monkey a bunch of times instead of saying the N-word. We know, you know what I'm saying? Everything that the tone of what she's saying denotes, we know what she's trying to say. And she chooses the lowest-hanging fruit to try to, what, get a reaction, try to get a rematch, perhaps, for John Gotti III. Like, this is over. This is done. Now, granted, the other thing I will say is the referee, I believe his name is Kenny Bayless, um, I believe referees, a lot of uh, Floyd's exhibition matches. So that was something that was uh, brought up as well is, you know, how early uh, the fight stopped and the reason for the fight stopping. Um, and if that was a part of,
0: you know, a greater script, if you will, for the evening. So you feel like it's just even more so just the money chase or, or, or like you say, or, or trying to get the, uh, the rematch or trying to just to hype the pub and keep their names relevant.
1: Not just that, but it's just that I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not scared. Like, uh, yeah, no, what? I mean, what, what? They're gonna- so let, me,
0: let me ask you this. At the end of the day, the family is who the family is. A um,
1: well-known criminal syndicate. Okay.
0: Check. So, all right, let's put it in this perspective. You are a viewer of, and I'm sorry, spoiler alerts, if you guys haven't seen the series on Showtime, Your Honor, you're missing out. So, Your Honor, think about that family and how there are elements of them that are completely separated from that just by generationally not knowing because they weren't a part of it. But at the same time, you got, like, the ones who are very still connected and rooted in that. So why, if she says something like that, wouldn't one of the ones who are still be able to move and be able to get to that point where they can kind of, you know, handle and fulfill what she's talking about.
1: It's not a case that they can't do that. It's just the biggest difference with that. And your honor is your honor is TV. Now, understandably, all of that other stuff is fine. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying is, is when you lead, whether it's, whether it's per emotion or not, but when you lead on social, you lead with Threats on social media, public threats. Your 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 ending intent as a real gangster is probably mm-hmm. not going to be action in the, in that situation or towards whatever person. Like I said, if it's if it's with emotion or if it's devoid of emotion and is just driven off of let me get attention and get clicks or or go viral. But I I'll even take the authentic route and say that it's authentic and that it's from emotions. But when you wake up or you think about a couple days later, why I'm really upset with these people and oh I you know wanna put a hit out on somebody or anything like that, mm-hmm. then no, I don't see you logically making a situation for somebody to hurt somebody in that situation is it's the day and t- times and days that we live in because again, why am I gonna put it on the
0: on the I'm public document yeah I mean but and so here's the thing. I agree that I hope that I'm one thousand percent wrong because don't want the violence, don't think that that should be the case. I don't promote that or anything like that. But it was honestly one of the first thoughts that I had that hey, that has the potential based on the proximity and the access. That's it. We know that there's people who are we got rappers who rap about things that they've done, and that's how they got caught. That's why they are in jail. So I mean, stranger things have happened. So,
1: indeed, Um, there's also so I uh, started up uh, last last episode. I was going to say several weeks ago, but it was several weeks ago. But last episode, I started a um, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Feel free to hit the board, too. I started up (laughs) a new segment kind of where I'm asking you a random question. I have that tucked in the I got it. I got that tucked. But um, I I do. So I, I want to pivot real quick to something that is um that is related to that first topic of violence and potential violence and real violence real quick just really quick touch on it but uh have you are you versed on the travis rudolph situation no okay uh florida state wide receiver uh, i believe he's
0: found innocent correct yes my fault. um
1: so you know again that's that was um, newsworthy and actually kind of played out since since our last uh, episode is kind of all the way played out. But quick synopsis, real quick. Again, it's this this wide receiver or whatnot, um, he uh, got entangled with. Uh, shout out to Jada Pinkett with a, a young woman. She actually was married. Uh, that's what kind of halted what they had going on and them talking. She kind of wouldn't take no for an answer, if you will uh and in them exchanging um you know arguments and this and that and back and forth she ends up texting her brothers that y'all need to come shoot his stuff up and by stuff i mean stuff so um ultimately um rudolph ends up unaliving one of the gentlemen that came out there uh looking for issues i'm giving y'all the very annotated version or whatnot but he went on trial uh, for the situation and was found now not guilty um i believe this was down in florida but he was found not guilty um for you know for murder or whatnot so uh that's the synopsis there uh just wanted to put that out there because we kind of talked about on dj blaze radio show as well but i think it's a great opportunity to let all of our um women listeners know you know how dangerous that could be of uh you know engaging your friends or close platonic friend, excuse me, family or close platonic friends with your relationships. And, you know, that's been your DJ high star love segment for the day. But anyways, your thoughts on the Rudolph situation at all.
0: I'm glad that justice was served in that instance. Uh, And I don't believe that that, you know, man should have gone to jail. Like you mentioned, it's a, it's, it's unfortunate the poor mistakes that individuals make. Sometimes that cost lives. Um, it, it's just an unfortunate situation.
1: Real quickly, he was, uh, not to make light of the situation and stuff, but he was gritty um yeah. afterwards and he was also uh, rocking to some Lil Durk lyrics, some choice lyrics from Lil Dirk that says <laughs> um, pretty much your homies would still be alive right now if you didn't gas them up. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Karaoke. But anyway, so... <sighs>
0: And that's yeah, not. Yeah, go, ahead, most- go
1: ahead. No, I see. Go ahead. Like, what do you got in your mind? What do you got in your mind, man?
0: Nothing, my boy. <laughs> OK, let me tell
1: you what I got on my
0: mind. OK, yes, tell me what you mean Me. Yeah.
1: Shout out to our pro fight, Demetric as well out there in La La Land. His beautiful wife, Rhonda. Happy birthday. But shout out to all of y'all. The statue that Dimitric took a picture in front of. Crypto Arena, all of that stuff. It was real kind of like light traffic around there. And you know why? Because everybody's on the couch and chilling. All right. Or at the beach, chilling, watching the game. So we will get to this because we have not even been able to discuss at all. You, you know how far back it's been that you actually owe the folks uh wearing of a Boston T-shirt because they won the very next game. That's how far back it's been. And now you can play semantics and i don't oh, recall what? and it was oh, what are you uh, talking about man? see this is what we call revisionist history you could change all of that up but you always you hope, got there got was coach, there was you there was, ain't got your bets on you top of bets that day i so did lowest bet was oh i bet you that this next game i'm telling you this is so yeah but anyways miami uh ends up facing off with denver uh I'm trying to recall if we were even able to if we if we recorded after game one at all, because it ended up being a gentleman's suite. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to say this, though, about game five. Highest level of respect to Miami and to Denver. That honestly was one of the. um, Highest intensity games that I've ever seen from start to finish that I've that I can recall ever seeing I'm talking about intensity, like everyone. And and it was uh, t- turnovers were inevitable to a certain degree, but it was very sharp. It was very keen, crisp ball movement and risk risk taking I'm talking about with passes. So it, it it was just, it, it had me on the edge of my seat as an NBA finals game. People are going to look at the matchup of this year and the ultimate winner, the, um, the now winner or whatever and champion. And they may look at it throughout history and be like, that might've been like one of the, nah, this finals, although it was a gentleman's sweep, was still entertaining to me. <clears throat> your thoughts.
0: I think that I must pull back into history during the football season. Uh, there was a time that I was so very passionate about a game uh, and I asked you what your thoughts and reflection were. And at that point, she was like, I don't really care. (laughs) And I didn't understand then just how applicable that statement was for you until I fast forward back to this moment. um, And honestly tell the fans that, yes, you are correct, High Star. After the Denver Nuggets beat Los Angeles, I cared nothing about basketball anymore. I don't want to say that that's the reason we didn't do the show. I did not even watch the game. I checked the score afterwards, just to know what it was. But
1: Blasphemous! You really, honestly, should rename yourself Cliff from until further notice. But yeah, take, take <laughs> off, like, you just Cliff right now. But go ahead, bro. Go I ahead. there's no excuses. Go ahead.
0: There not an excuse. It's a reason. I'm not as I'm not a basketball fan like you are. I appreciate good basketball, but I genuinely do not like Denver. More specifically, Nikolai Jokic. I do not like the guy. I don't want to watch him play basketball. That's literally the, the level that I'm at right now with that and with them. Um, congratulations. to the champs. Um, but matter of fact.
1: Happy birthday to him. I don't care. Good luck.
0: That's pretty much my sentiment towards the Denver Nuggets.
1: So I hope y'all enjoyed that uh, finals recap. Uh, so <laughs> y'all. man get out of here bro anyways so I let will, me talk about yeah, yeah ISO on Rome Jamal man, Murray. on DJ Highstar D-
0: I will say this Jamal Murray in the playoffs is a monster I think he did a lot and I will respect him and his game to say that he solidified on say again
1: you should press the hot take button on that one you're really going now?
0: That's it's hot <laughs> he has solidified himself as a top-tier playoff performer a la if you look at it now i'm not saying to the level of big shot bob but players like that that shined not in the regular season but in a postseason. season now does he have the potential to, to elevate himself by being at least significantly part of where he's been in the playoffs during the regular season then yeah then I think that would t- take him to a top-tier player. But I'm specifically speaking about the playoffs. He's absolutely that guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the thing with Denver is there's nothing to fix. He, you, you, You react to the flow and the ebbs of your team. He didn't do nothing wrong in the regular season. They were number
0: one the whole season. He wasn't nearly he aggressive. Got to the
1: playoffs and he stepped up. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. No, because I think you're about to say what I've been saying too. But go ahead.
1: Well, no, I just, I'm just saying, yeah. He he took it up another level. Somebody and i I'm, I wanted to let you land with with your thoughts on Denver because there's some you know some things I need to say about Miami. But he took his game to another level in the postseason. He, he preserved his body. Um, you know that definitely could have played a part as far as you know mental health whenever it came to his uh, post injury. But to me, he he did what was necessary for them to maintain that number one spot. And yeah, you like to me, it depends on what you would like out of your NBA career. If he wants to be regarded um, you know, top dog or uh something like that, then it would disrupt some of their harmony to me in Utah. Excuse me, in Denver. In Denver.
0: Okay. How how if that's what's allowed them to play a pretty dominant style of basketball through the playoffs against higher tiered players. Would it then disrupt their regular season? If that, if that was just, is that not something that you feel like they can duplicate to that level throughout the regular season?
1: I, I feel like again, in the regular season that everybody played their roles in the postseason. I feel like everybody played their roles, but everyone's play has to elevate collectively. It's a synergy thing. So KCP, he plays his role throughout the regular season in the postseason. He was locked in a little bit extra Aaron Gordon. He plays a role in the regular season in the postseason. He was locked in and focused a little bit more um, with Jamal Murray. If it means him being what more aggressive, maybe taking more shots. I don't because if you think about it, the assist. Well, first of all, credit to both of them for having 30 point triple doubles in one of those um, early games. But with the assists mostly going to Jokic, the rebounds and, you know, everything kind of going through him after Jamal Murray had got injured initially and then, you know, when he's come back, I don't see kind of the window to be super, super aggressive. I think they all kind of play their part during the regular season. And, like, again, I my, my biggest thing is it worked for them. They, they were always looking at Memphis in the rear view. They were always looking at Golden State in the rear view. They were staying under the radar. People were taking them for granted. It worked. But I, I I get your point as well. It's like, you know what I mean? It's it's nothing for me to kind of argue with that. It's just to me how I see it, like how I see they played out their season almost. Like it's playoff time or it's postseason. Let's take it up a notch or or whatever. Like, and then again, with it being the city's first championship, I think a lot of them boys dug down and reached some, you know, uh, you know, out of body type of ex- like uh, performances and 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 shot 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 making and, and things like that.
0: You know, I, I I agree. I think and seeing it, I could see how you see it like that with regards to, okay, this is what we'll do now to manage through, and then we get here. I I would love to see total dominance, a la the seventy three win, Golden State Warriors team. That team is a team that felt like to me every player every night. Play to the best of their ability to lock in and say, "We have the best. We have the ability to be one of the best ever. Let's get it done." If Utah has that ability, I would like to. See, it's not. I say Utah. Now you got me saying it. If Denver has that ability, I'd like to be able to see them reach that ability. Everybody except Jokic, but it, it, I I'd like to see greatness. And so I forget in total
1: dominance.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like. Smothering of,
1: of, <laughs> of but it, so it's a stretch if I bring up the fact that you accept tanking, and you like to see people tank.
0: You either first or your last. <laughs> Ricky um, Bobby taught me that. You see what I'm saying? Like so, no, I, yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, 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 no. I um, I'm. <laughs> I see what you're saying. That's all I could say. Like I can't, I can't say hey, I agree with you. So, anyways, I wanted to get to Miami part two though. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> There's a clip running around um where it shows Taylor Rooks. Mm. First, let me just say this, first of all. I saw a tweet the other day that said, this has to be the funniest NBA season ever. So Taylor Rooks is uh, about to interview Jimmy Butler at the beginning of the season. Do you know what, like, was different about Jimmy Butler now that then, from then?
0: It was, like, either the beard or he had all this. No, I know it wasn't the beard.
1: Was yeah, no, baby I'll face. Be-
0: I don't think, but he's got a beard now. He didn't have one there, and then he had all that hair, too.
1: Indeed. So uh, that's what the tweet, another tweet said is, I knew that the heat were doomed, and the heat season were doomed when he came out (laughs) like this, pretty much. Because If anybody doesn't know, it was extensions, hair extensions. I gotta
0: gotta pull that picture up, bro.
1: (laughs) It was hair extensions. It, It looked ridiculous, and what it was was, it happened overnight. So we saw, like, the sponge top uh, Jimmy Butler one day. And then uh, the next day he was looking like, like uh, Makai Pfeiffer on eight mile. So um, <laughs> yeah, but in, in all seriousness, uh, a lot of people saw or, or felt that uh, Jimmy uh, played small under the lights, mm. under the big lights. Um, yesterday he, it wasn't that he played, Small, it was pretty much that he was aggressive too late. Um it, it seemed like he kind of felt like he had control over when he could turn it on or turn it off as far as, you know, turning into Jimmy Buckets and he was distributing, getting everybody involved. And with it being the last game of the season um and it being in Denver, excuse me, I said the last game of the season. Well, I guess the last game of their yeah, postseason. Okay. But, um, they were spent, and Jimmy Butler in particular, was spent. I started to see his his ceiling with his offensive moves. Mm-hmm. You, you started to see that because, you know, at this point in the season, players are relying on muscle memory and the plays and the plays that they excuse me, there he goes right there, but the plays that they practice the most or the moves that they practice the most. you know what I mean? So, mm. Jimmy has this move where he drives pause, where he drives hard to the basket and he's in the lane, pump fakes, pivots, a spin, pump fake. And he's just looking to use footwork at that point, either to draw the foul or to get the easy layup type deal. That wasn't working. His mid range elbow jumper, that was there, but it just wasn't enough. It wasn't, he it wasn't aggressive enough.
0: enough. Correct.
1: Hold on. You didn't watch the
0: game. No, but it was the same thing he had Don't done throughout the, you, rest of the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even no, I in I game two. On. And, 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 and i Relax pardon. the tone. Yeah, the tone, man. Hey, hey yo, excuse me. Yo, I'm sorry to cut you off. But even in game two, when they actually were able to steal one, I could yeah. see during that point that the shots that he was taking, uh-huh. I said after that game, they will not win another game.
1: Say, but to that point, what? They were just too, too difficult of shots? Like they, they,
0: what? the same The same way that in game one, against the Los Angeles Lakers, and when they hit all of those shots, I said, there's no way that they'll hit all of those shots. And I was incredibly wrong. <laughs> I felt that way, even but even more so about Miami, but it was more so based on what Denver wasn't doing during that time. There were defensive pressures that they were just missing assignments. It's almost like they knew that, hey, we can give them one or we can kind of lax off. And then, like you said, turn up the intensity. And that's why after that one, I said, there's no way that, they, that he's going to be able to be that hot And they're going to be that cold to be able to get another game in the series. So his aggression. You
1: were correct in that. Um, And again, it ended in a gentleman's sweep. No better way. It ended in Denver. Nikola Jokic, your buddy, he took home the uh, finals MVP. Uh, I saw a couple of uh, tweets where it said uh, MB needs to go ahead and travel down to Denver and hand over his too while while we're at it. Mm. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, i mean it, it, i'm not even going to say that people are prisoners at the moment but we just you know um
0: it's what's on their minds
1: exactly exactly it's the <laughs> freshest thing and 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 hey we're a funny society it might get dangerous and get real smoky in new york and foggy and stuff but we're a very funny society as, as, as a whole uh so shout out to the denver nuggets one more time uh jamal murray you the man, uh, my guy. That's my guy. Uh, with KCP being on the Nuggets, do you take like a little part stake in the uh, championship? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I know, man. I was just Absolutely. jiving. <laughs> it's funny to me, but Absolutely. no. Um, with with that being said, though,
0: I don't, I don't like him because he left us. No, never will. <laughs>
1: With that being said, there was another Laker that left you all to get a championship. Uh, do you know who that was?
0: Which one was that? Ah, uh-huh. yes, I do, because I saw the meme that said he got his championship before Chris Paul.
1: All right, you want to let the audience know?
0: Sure, Mr. DeAndre Jordan himself oh. has got a ring.
1: Mm, okay, well, they got another one then for you. I talk <laughs> about former, yeah, former Lakers uh so there was a point that uh that scotty pippen's son sharif O'Neal, i want to say and somebody else had joined the lakers all at one time do you remember who the third person was no who it's a famous last name
0: no who <laughs> it's
1: your man bryant man he uh he Very asked cool. to get up out of la and uh finessed his way to denver and and copped him a ring <laughs>
0: Got to so be more careful,
1: yeah. Yeah, like I said, like you said, uh, it's a lot of folks before uh, Patrick Ewing, Chris Paul, AI, and Charles Barkley without a ring. There, I think right now would be the perfect time for me to ask my random question to you, though. Um, okay. your favorite jersey, go ahead, go now, go my favorite jersey, of all and time. player, go ahead. No, go ahead because I'm gonna hound you. Go ahead. Now, just playing this is how
0: I picture the segment being yeah. all time. player. My number 90 Julius Peppers jersey.
1: What color was it?
0: Oh, it was the black joint. So the only white jersey that I ever had, football jersey, was Jake DeLones. But uh, now that Peppers one I had in um, ninth grade. That was probably my favorite jersey. I literally wore it till like the patches were peeling off. Uh, the numbers that were sewn on on the back, those had mm-hmm. done, like, the thread was coming. I, I wore that jersey to pieces.
1: That's how mm-hmm. I was I wore my with my Peyton jersey. Manning jersey.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, out. <laughs> uh,
1: but my favorite jersey, though. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, nah, r- nah, I was literally just getting ready to say to the, like, a complete left-hand turn, but I'll ask you that. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, my favorite jersey was um, uh, white Allen Iverson Sixers jersey, mm. uh, number three it was my first Swingman jersey I ever had, so it, it meant a lot. I kept that, yeah. It it been through a lot, so yeah. That that's my favorite. <laughs> Have you? But go ahead with what you're, you. Sorry. ever
0: worn a jersey for a team that wasn't your team in any sport? Mm-hmm. Really? Okay, what?
1: Um say this. there's a picture in this office. I don't even know if I should do that, but yeah, no, Tampa Bay. Uh, my cousin, my cousin moved down for a school in Charleston and and lived with me and my dad. And he had a bunch of jerseys, jerseys galore. So, uh, the Keyshawn and the Warren sap was fire around that time.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I got, say it again.
0: My fault. Go ahead. I had a D wave. I'm trying to stop the thing. I'm
1: about to say, what is yo? What
0: is? Oh, what I just sent you. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't hear me. You can't hear me. I'm trying to get the audience. Yeah, but um, it
0: just popped open. My fault. Right.
1: Go ahead. Um, I always wanted a Charles Woodson. Mm. In school, I kind of always wanted the white one because G. Dep. Uh, take this money. Make this money.
0: Mm. Ain't
1: no way you can make this from me. Yeah, that bad boy situation black rob or or whatever that yeah i I always wanted the white charles woodson but yeah those those are a few of my favorite uh yeah that that was my random question right there though okay you know what i'm saying uh go ahead to some more randomness if you if you will
0: very much so so uh with the the teams other teams jersey so randomly i only do it i've only done it rather in two sports baseball for whatever reasons because i just like baseball hats and are Cincinnati. you saying
1: like your arch rivals jersey?
0: No, just any team. That's, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, easy yeah. With
1: any sports, honestly.
0: Yeah, I would never wear like a like Falcons jersey. Red Sox. Or,
1: that's that's what I, I thought it was going to that. But go ahead. No,
0: Cincinnati Reds, just because the red sea. I don't know this, that, and um. I did have some like a bunch of Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, I mean, uh, Atlanta Braves hats back in the day, just because fashion hats were hats. But the only other football team that I have ever worn. Was the Tennessee Titans. Um, shout out. My brother had this Javon Curse jersey. You know, shout out to my brother Ian. He is a huge Titans fan. Um, but I took one of his and jerseys. You're huge. But uh, <laughs> yo. Not not as much anyway, but we're not right, just, right, right. You, you know, could fit the, you could fit the, you could fit the
1: two XL Javon
0: Curse next. Listen, literally XL mm-hmm. two XL type status, but nonetheless, I'm getting back to threes out here. You see me, but the Javon Curse was just it was five. It was that number ninety anyway, and it felt like a Saint Andrew's High School Rocks jersey to me anyway. All right, all right, okay. Uh, so
1: so no, I was no, just... we only know West Ashley. So I'm just saying, like us younger folks. So shout out to all of the Saint Andrews. Alumni that listen mm.
0: to us every week, the rocks, we out here, baby, oh, the West. So, so, how West.
1: did y'all mascot? Look, I, I don't want to go too far off the. Rim. Nah,
0: nah, nah, relax. First how off, look? Rock, bro, we had a we had a rock. The, the San Andrews Rock was it's still literally out there on that campus, man. It's been around since 1979. So it does so,
1: backflips and shoots. Nah, bro, not like a, like a
0: no, 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 You mean like walking mascot? them I'm walking mascot was facetious Huh. Like the walking castle ma- uh, mascot was the uh, was a caveman, but he like All left right, the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dead serious, bro! You can still Google it, man. St. Andrews no, rocks, baby. Andrew, we, I, you can chill off St. Andrews, bro, because because uh, that's just not what you could do. You went to Fort or man. What are you telling me right now? I
1: did, I did skip, I, I did, I did skip, I
0: did go. Oh, oh man, how crazy is it, man, that the world <sighs> may not have, will not have. That oh,
1: are no me
0: anymore. This feels like a time that I should play. How do I well,
1: I have yeah. a how do I a little bit later okay. out there in the Bay Area, you know, in San Fran, but okay. But it depends on what you want to do. But yeah, uh, so you wanna you wanna go ahead and take take the lead on this one or
0: yeah, sure. I can jump your okay, yeah. pause. I can take care of this one. Um, so as many of you may have known by now. The show Undisputed on FS1 is no... Well, the show well, may I be... Was not yet, yeah, I'm just trying to kill like off the right whole right show, way. but nah, not. Uncle
1: they reached Se- a buyout.
0: I mean, Uncle Sheche has reached a buyout with the network to go ahead and leave, uh, to take his podcast as well from their platforms. Um, my question, I guess, to you, bro, is... One, where do you think this was most deeply rooted and seeded? I know you guys talked a little bit about it. Uh, well, no, I don't think y'all talked about it. I know Blaze no. didn't talk about it the week before, but mm. um well I say Blaze. They talked about it on a DJ Blaze radio show. Uh, but where do you think it was rooted? Where do you think it started? And also, um, where do you think Shea goes next?
1: Um, I believe that I think seeds were planted. Seeds seeds were planted. Uh, there was there was a visible change with Uncle Shay, where he dialed back on the yak and the black and mouths. Mm. And he 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 started to bring more substance instead of being more um now I don't want to I don't want to say menstrual show or nothing like that, but he started instead of being a character, instead of being a personality in, in that way he started bringing more substance and don't get me wrong. He's always done his research, always been on top of his game, but there was a Let's point answer. where he was like closing, like skip couldn't, you know what I'm saying? There's, there was nothing else for skip to do, but be outrageous with his takes <laughs> like to where it's like, yo, bro, can you hear yourself? Like, bro. you know, we hear what you're saying. Like, like you hear those words. And so, and then, um, I think a lot of the, the, un the unwarranted LeBron hate and you couple that or sub or, or have that coupled with this affinity, um, blind affinity Um, for Tom Brady, um, that dichotomy and that, those, those two dynamics, I think rub Shannon, the wrong way to where he, he may have been like, yo, is, you know, reality with, Mm -hmm with mm-hmm. real life like is he is he kind of mixing the two i, I feel again this is where i'm feeling That's like true. everything kind of came to a head and then of course um the situation with damar hamlin um which you and i are on record is still uh as that skips when you read the response itself or the actual tweet it wasn't to me in any ways out of bounds and unfair it it was unfair to how we treated Skip. And I think at that time, he may have been the loudest voice that spoke in that moment. And that's why it gained so much traction and stuff like that. Uh, with that being said, the aftermath of that, not necessarily Shannon missing the show, but when he came back... Uh, He alluded to the producers having an issue. You know, they broke the fourth wall a little bit and he alluded to producers got an issue with you with you tweeting that out. You don't want to talk about that, you know, and it skip. No, you know, not so that, and then of course, the infamous, you know, put your glasses back on. What are you talking? Come on, he's better than put your that's all I can remember. That's all I can remember from that back and forth. On that day, was put your glasses because I what I heard was put your glasses back on, boy. Mm-hmm. Put, that's what I heard, but <laughs> I'm just DJ High Star, man. I do music, I, I do music.
0: I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm into that, but no, I. <sighs> I again, I agree with you with the Debar hey. Handler thing. Um, oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's where my fault because we want to say where you feel like the dissension started, and then I, I wanted to give a little bit of context as far as how long they've been rocking. But go ahead.
0: I starting with that. Um, be Easy said it on his show. People just got to learn how to read. He put all of the, the proper punctuation in that sentence to make it read in an, in the effective way that he intended. But folks who can't read just read straight through and didn't comprehend it. And as such, they blew that out. they
1: didn't like him anyways.
0: I ain't never been a fan of Skips. I've, I've been on record as saying, I don't enjoy him. None of his stuff when he was with Stephen A. And this, he, the, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just not a fan of Buddy. But I wasn't, I had no problem with what he said because of it being a logical and not like disrespectful statement. But that aside, I've also said that I don't watch the show. I don't. However, their drama, their everything is always very public. As you mentioned, as the Hyrule. antics. It, it, exactly. All on social media and everything. So Skip uh, Shannon's antics kind of pulled back through time. And and I respect that he started, like you say, and tried to step up into that more. And so I think as he was trying to do that, and then all of the other stuff in the midst of it, and then it just kind of boiled over. But the ultimate reason that I think he is leaving is because he has dollar signs in his eyes and in his ears. Someone else has offered him something. It will not be long to me before he is on another platform making a whole bunch of money. I think that's ultimately what it's going to come down to.
1: True, And again, uh, he um, he always starts his podcast by... Uh, letting you know like hey I'm the sole proprietor of this thing like this is me this is what I'm doing so absolutely Um, he's got the portier there's not an ad uh, because I haven't even had to drink of it but yeah (laughs) he's got his own little spirit that he's dealing with in the spirits industry and all of that it's got great interviews that he gets up there consistently right now Um, so I agree I, I definitely feel like that and to break it down a little bit to the fans on uh, something that I kind of learned about watching Stephen A. Smith. Um, he's getting, he has an interview out right now with Cameron's Sports Show, Cameron and Macy's Sports Show. So he was on there kind of explaining certain things when the absence of Skip, whenever he left first take initially, the why you didn't see him for a couple of months. And is like in that industry, a lot of those companies have those non-compete clauses. So um, that's why I think it's worded the way that it has been worded. Of course, Hey, you know, FS1 has reached a buyout with whatever, or or Shannon's reached a buyout with FS1. So to your point, you know, yeah. Uh, And the thing about Shannon, he has uh, a high level of integrity. So if we started guessing, I would not put bar stool at the top of that. Uh, And honestly, money-wise, as far as money talking, I'm only really seeing like ESPN's. um, If somebody like Sports or something like that tries to, you know what I mean, do something, maybe like an Apple try to do something. Uh, But there's not a lot of players that right. I don't feel like there's a lot of players in there that would make him leave the situation at FS1. Because also to because a buyout is is different from other stuff, right? So, like to Stephen A's point earlier on on his interview when he was talking about the Max Kellerman situation, he said Max is still under contract with the network. So, whenever we decided that it wasn't going to work on first take anymore, he was still able to do two or three other shows and get his the money that's contractually obligated to him. This was a buyout, so it tells you, okay, I'm I'm done with the network. Like I'm done I'm with finished. y'all. Yeah, yeah, it's no no other shows I'm gonna be doing. I'm not featured on, you know, this other first things first or any of that stuff. Uh, nah, nah, it's my highlight, y'all start yet. my own. Right, like to, yeah, to your point, the dollars he made, he, he was all viral all year, mm-hmm. and to think to to think Skip is probably an EP at Undisputed, an executive producer, and to think all of my viral moments have. Drawing everyone back here,
0: mm-hmm. I'm making y'all.
1: You, know you feel what I mean? So I can, uh, I could I, I definitely feel where you're coming from with that, and respect that too. Like it makes it makes all the sense in the world. Of course, um, of course, everybody strums up, you know, their contentious moments and their their back and forths, and but ultimately, it was great entertainment for what. Uh,
0: Three seven wow started
1: twenty sixteen I think I believe
0: wow, that's big
1: yeah you gotta remember the Def-
0: definitely did definitely did now, let me ask you this if I pin you down in in one name, where does he land <laughs> hey yo
1: if you required for me to just give you one you know, <laughs> if you pin, what
0: hey where? yo pin you down to one name.
1: If we had to narrow it down to one name, uh <laughs> what do you mean network or like like company and stuff?
0: Or yeah, network company okay. next step. What is he what, what is it?
1: Oh no, he's definitely rocking with club Shay Shay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, um, but again, if he's found at a home for it, I uh, say Amazon, I want to say Amazon got bread, man. And that's just a that's just a sneaky um, what do they call that? like trojan horse if you will or mm-hmm. that's just a dark horse player. yeah dark horse rather that's a sneaky player um amazon did you hear me when
0: i said prime earlier
1: what like kind of like when, when you, i was saying amazon
0: no when you were saying like well, i missed the amazon part that you said oh. prime. but first.
1: just in general when we were talking about different networks and stuff like that yeah, oh, yeah, okay, that's, honestly, yeah.
0: that's exactly who i feel like is going to kind of Sneak in with all that they've been doing with the Thursday night football games, uh, even hiring other networks, top <laughs> names to come and do that for and them. And the
1: bread and showing them the money.
0: I think they if he can the his world, he's well, no,
1: still Cliff. you still Cliff.
0: <laughs> you know, still
1: what were you saying, though? Exclusivity?
0: Exactly as where some of the other ones are still going to be in their contracts for their other networks for them to be the only home to have his podcast and or then him doing coverage for national football league games. I mean, no, I, that that's just sense. Makes money. That money makes sense. Makes sense yeah. It don't make dollars if it don't make sense. You feel me? So
1: yeah,
0: uh, I feel about Y'all this. Heard here first because <laughs> both <laughs> of
1: us guessed it. That's crazy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for real, for real. I'm glad that you Um, let me
1: go first on that one because I would have been tight.
0: (laughs) Prime, Amazon. Yeah, Yeah, nah. I would
1: have been tight.
0: (laughs) So uh, along those lines, we're talking about where he may go and what his replacements and next steps go. Mm -hmm. Let's fast forward or rewind back to the show. Who do you see as a viable replacement and or likely? And then who would you like, who's your dark horse to be able to slide in and be on the other side of Skip for those arguments?
1: I, this is kind of as spontaneous as the jersey question earlier, really. I wasn't prepared to answer this. So, uh, Chris Broussard, Nick Wright, I could see as like fillers, good fillers mm-hmm. until they find an official person. Um, I definitely see Skip jumping the shark a couple of times and asking Wayne to come on, uh, you know, maybe twice a month mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, just to yeah, try to get the ratings up. But I, as a serious, um, candidate. The I, I think about it like politics. So outside of a black person on the other side of the the desk, from them, I'm thinking of some woman. I'm gonna find a woman that's that. So you know, Skip can look to perhaps bring a fresher audience in there, and or maybe a woman and um a brother
0: <laughs> or a black
1: woman. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I, I think he may he may give a young black. Woman, an opportunity though, and just to keep his uh, social uh, goodwill up, or what? Uh,
0: I think for the for the balance, it, it it definitely has to be somebody like that. I think a name that pops into my head as a possible um, replacement, Shady McCoy. Oh yeah,
1: he his his name was swirling around. I, I did I did like um, people saying that. I I I, I like. Um, well, no, nah, I, I was going to say I like Gilbert shady mm. to me has, um, he's, 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 a smart guy. Of course, intelligent knows a lot about sports, but he has like that. Um, I don't know, man, nah, he's, <laughs> he's a professional guy, man. I just, I'm thinking <laughs> in my head, man. TV, like <laughs> he's the type that you're going to hear like, yeah, that John, you know what I'm saying? And the ball for real. Cause the ball and, and that John cause and respect you can. Yeah. But don't do that on my network, man.
0: But, how, but listen, ESPN went through their time where they tried to uh, make it hit up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When they we went through Ooh, sports, so what I about a Michael Smith? Smith though?
1: if they're back, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And they already well, I don't know what their relationship was like when they were at ESPN together. If they even had one, but I could see, nice. I could see a Michael Smith. I could see, I could see a Michael Smith intellectually going and sparring with Skip to the point to keep him on his toes. I could, I could see that. I could see that. What's the guy, um, the one, the LA fan went to Brown or Cornell. No, he went to Brown. Um, Marcellus. Wiley. Yeah. What do he you think? He went to Columbia. Columbia. I was I okay, my fault. It was Ivy, my fault. Yeah. What do you think about him as a replacement? You think he's, is he there enough? He
1: doesn't even like Skip.
0: Which is why but, I would see it. Right, right,
1: right. But <laughs> I don't see it. Like, it just, I, like, Skip wouldn't allow that, in other words.
0: Feeling threatened at work every day,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. so the <laughs> uh, things that he has there on skip more recently, like because he's I, and I think that he left the network. Oh, he did. I want to say he either left or they, they parted ways, though. I want to say because his a lot of his stuff is independent right now online, okay. but his, his, his commentary and all of that stuff is still in a uh bitter type of tone as far as towards
0: them and background. him. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. Well, he, if he is bitter, he, I guess he's got the, say again.
1: No, no, no. Go ahead and finish.
0: Now yes, I said, is. You, you feel a bridge coming? You feel a bridge? You ready? You ready? You ready? Now, if he is bitter, <laughs> now nah, I feel like it's a punchline to a joke. Now, nah, let's just jump into golf, man. Some well, other- no, I mean, I,
1: well, okay. So I did. I, I, I should have yeah. cut you off in. No, because. <laughs> All right, so the, the, the message that I sent to you earlier is there any way that we'd be able to? Is it? I did want to say this before um, before we leave this topic. I, salute to Shannon for always being a stand up individual, uh, man of integrity. Uh, when you hear this clip that we're about to play, it's pretty much the, toward the end of what he was saying, but it's just you could tell it's filled with nothing but honesty. Uh, the guy is, I mean, the thing that I love about Shannon, one of well, one of the, the moments that I gained a lot more respect for him was post the Memphis Grizzlies L.A. dust-up situation mm-hmm. when he came back on the air and he apologized to everyone that he apologized to and took accountability. So I've always respected the man and the example that he sets. Um, but yeah, this clip is it, a little bit shorter, but in the beginning of this clip, he literally thanked. Everyone that he could thank that that helps him as far as when his day gets started, as far as his driver dropping him off to when he walks in that building at FS1, you know, to when he's in the dressing yeah, room. Let's, and let's,
0: let's play the clip and see. Is it in that no, clip? No, is
1: it it all of that stuff. The thank yous is before what we're playing right now.
0: Okay, okay. For for online, you can just Google it and search Shannon's or yeah, Shannon's goodbye. And uh, but we, let's play a little clip of it real quick and see. And it will let me. And no. It's not letting me play it.
1: Smooth. I mean like what, <laughs> we cut right now? Or are you
0: nah, recording? Uh-uh. Yes, sir. Still.
1: Okay. Uh, you know, we may be able to put it up on um I on our IG page or yeah. whatnot. Uh, like I said, it's Essentially, him just—he's—he's uh, he's tearful, but he's asking Skip to when he whenever Skip lays his head down at night, pause and 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 goes to sleep just to know that Shannon um, gave his best efforts on the show and everything like that. You know, uh, on the show he said gave it all I got, but I'll have to pause that. So pause. But you know, I
0: can—I could probably try to do the audio. You want to see about that? If or? you,
1: you want to rock, with,
0: you know what I'm saying. If if you all right, here we go. And more I than have. you ever know. Here we go. Get what you did for me. You've helped me grow more than you ever know.
1: <sighs> okay. This is not easy for me either. But one more thing, I want one more to, thing before yeah. you go, skip. Okay. One more thing.
0: All I ask is when you lay your head on that pill at night. You know, I gave you everything I had. You did. I gave you everything I had.
1: Which is why I want to thank you. For all you have given. That's clear. Yeah. But yeah, so I didn't realize how flagrant it does sound. That you know what I mean out of context, <laughs> but so, Paul, it is memeable. It is memeable. We gotta have fun with this thing now. But it is memeable. You did you hear a-
0: that? pillow. <laughs> Listen, hey. when you lay your head down
1: <laughs> on this pillow, I want you to know that I gave it everything oh. that I had. And then Skip came back and said, You did. Woo, I didn't realize how flavorful hey, that was. Man. Yo! A lost treasure in our show. Uh, You're welcome. From DJ no.
0: Skip and Shannon are wild. You, you know,
1: of course, and it, it's, it's, of course, throughout the pantheon of sports where these commentators don't mind what they're saying, right? I.e., Charles Barkley, whoever. So there's clips in history, of course, like you've posted it on your IG in the past. Of Skip just running through stuff like, yo, 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 he's gonna so come, he's gonna come, realize- hey, yo, okay, okay. yeah, no, but I didn't realize how flagrant that kind of sounded. Like, in the moment, I'm emotional at work, I'm looking at it, oh man. Shannon's really that dude, yo. (laughs) And it's just that one
0: part because I went to even when when the clip that you sent me wasn't playing, I legit my boy went to to the internet and pulled, and they were like seven minutes, thirteen minutes, dog. This is twenty-seven seconds is of the worst possible part.
1: Listen, it's still sincere when you see it in its totality. You get teary along with them. Right,
0: he's taking his glasses off and he's wiping his face, and then he's got the tissue and and Shannon. I mean, Skip has got the. Yo, but but the,
1: the one part that I will question its sincerity is Skip's. Yes, you did. Okay, no the. Oh the. <sighs> like all right, here <sighs> we go because you <sighs> want to invoke because people people will do that right when it's like tough, and you want to kind of invoke. My tears out of me doing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you saying like, "Oh, oh brother," but like you saying, like, nah, saying, yeah, exactly. saying like, "Not." But you say, "Yeah, exactly." You saying like, "All in your lapel and all that." Relax, bro. We, the performative <laughs> stuff because you want the because he wants the the ratings and stuff. Shannon is being very oh, sincere. Bring here.
0: the pain. Bring right. the emotion. A
1: lesbian.
0: Right, it's yo dog they are nothing but actors anyhow bro like just True up indeed. there fussing and, and 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 there was so, i forget who it was but somebody that left um, the four letter was saying how they would be in the meetings well uh we both feel the same on this well no you take this, you side, yeah. this yeah. side just for the argument yeah. purposes of it man so they they're actors bro they're entertainers man like yeah. yeah i
1: agree but no i'm just saying i agree with that but the emotion comes in at yo I've been spending time and energy with these people for again day in, day out for the past seven years. So again, from Shannon's side, I, I take that and skip it, could be one of a couple of ways, right? How do you feel? Are do you feel betrayed? betrayed if you skip? Do you feel upset with Shannon? Do you feel relieved that Shannon's gone? And you could pick up a litter. Are you fearful? What are you if you if you skip?
0: If I'm Skip and I'm thinking like I, what I think Skip would feel like he's feeling betrayed. Um, so all of that is where they may have been friends. He's going to still ultimately feel betrayed. But it's essentially the same move that he did to Stephen, Stephen a, a to get where he is. And so if anything, there might be some contrition to, you know, to the point to understand that he's being done. How you get him is how you lose him.
1: Right. Or or this is a business like, exactly. <laughs> you Precise. know, ultimately. So, yeah.
0: Shout out to them, man. My bad, bro. You can get to your golf. Golf happened. (laughs) Now, so you guys may have, may remember. Yes. Dream sequence to uh, us talking about the LIV live live golf, which was the Saudi backed um, tournament that was just making big money and they were like millions. Tiger Woods turned down an 800. Million dollar contract to come and play uh, golf over there with them. And talking about Salty, uh, he's probably the most saltiest as a result of the recent merger with PGA and the live tour. Um, bro, what are your immediate thoughts on that, man?
1: Um, there's a couple people that are salty, but you said who? Oh, Tiger would be, you think you said
0: one one of the biggest out of that after that. million dollar contract that right. he just for them to come and merge into the tour that you're playing
1: so the players that did agree prior to is what like phil mickelson
0: phil mickelson okay, uh, okay.
1: he's one uh, of the first Austin. big names
0: correct mm-hmm. yeah there are several big names who've been over there getting paid to go and play several of them were being like Docked certain points and being fined as not showing up for tour events. And then as they were being over there, all of those all those fines were forgiven. All of the money that they had some of them had actually paid the fines. All that was returned and being like it's the money that this that is they're now demanding, even the atmosphere. There was a clip that I posted on our social media. Uh, on the Carolina Sports Talk page. And if you're not following us on social media, hit us up on Instagram at Carolina Sports Talk, on Facebook at Carolina Sports Talk. You can also join the Facebook group Carolina Sports Talk Talks Back or join us on YouTube at Carolina Sports Talk. It's your man, Big Cliff, my dog, DJ High Star. We have a pre recorded show airing on new episode Wednesday, streaming on YouTube and Facebook Live for you guys right now. Hopefully, y'all are seeing us interacting with you down in the, uh, in the comments. We appreciate you guys for joining. But that money, man, is ultimately going to be the thing. I put the post on the Instagram page that talked about, that showed um, the golfer coming up to, I forget the song, but like a rap song and everybody was amp, they were swinging. Um, It just folks looked like they were having a good time. You very clearly libated, if you feel me. Um, And so like they were just, it was just a different atmosphere than the kind of more pristine and etiquette of, etiquette rather of what the PGA wants to display. And the golfer gets up there, amp, does a couple of fake swings, and then proceeds to swing a hole in one with a 356-yard put. It's like a 356-yard yard hole. It is incredible, the energy and the fun that these people are having. And I think the balance between being drunk on the golf course, even though everybody's almost always anyway, um, and then the like, higher level of what the PGA has is going to be able to find a new audience for the game and definitely do wonders to help them be able to be propelled into the future as a game of golf. What are your no, thoughts? I agree.
1: Um, I feel bad, definitely, uh, for the what you know, definitely like your Tiger Woods of the world and those different players. A lot of them feel betrayed. Uh, f- of course, betrayal of the PGA. Um, it. <laughs> I tell you the things that this reminds me of, brother. Like reminds me of. Um, jobs whenever they're like oh there's rumors you know yeah, yeah you know they're, mm-hmm. they said that they're they sold the building they're supposed to no. <laughs> and then the boss comes no there's nothing to worry about everybody relax working <laughs> right and um and then you know it, stuff turns around and happens anyways that's it's messed up it makes stuff messy again a lot of money left on the table definitely mm-hmm. uh, there's people different winners Out there, again, Phil Mickelsons of the world is a big winner in that. But also, uh, you know, and this is totally kind of non-sports related or nothing to do with sports, real impromptu. But Donald Trump is kind of a big winner in this situation. Uh, We know his footprint in the golf world, and uh, with the new merger, of course, they're going to probably be playing some tournaments at his courses and and things like that. Mm -hmm. But you know he needs that
0: money for some other reasons these days, exactly. though. Exactly. Yeah. Legal.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, as far as <clears throat> with uh, with that situation, I'm thinking kind of about the winners and the losers of it. Mm-hmm. And it seems, you know, definitely he uh, had been one of the um, of that situation. Uh, yeah, but outside of that, man, hey, big money talk, man. It's very, very big money talk.
0: Speaking of big money talk, being here from the Carolinas, we got some some guys out there doing some top of their craft type performances, and you know, top out of the draft type status. And it's a new say documentary what you got to say, bro. Out, yeah, huh? It's a new documentary coming out. You heard the name of it?
1: Say what you got to say, bro. Because you, you, <laughs> you led up to it horribly. Top of the top, top, top of the. Cause I really took a re-look a at that draft. I took a re-look at that draft, and no, no know what? We're not. We're go not ahead, continue. What's this documentary? This, called? We're not, are you still What's trying to say the left-handed
0: team called? has better players What's the knock- than What's the, the top documentary two? Called? Guns guns. Right. Mm. called "Guns and Buns"? All
1: right. Why they called "Guns and Buns"? South Carolina tail to yes. AAU teammates.
0: What if I told you the two South Carolina AAU teammates? would one day start a confederate fashion of guns and buns. New on ESPN 30 for 30. Now, so Ja and Zion are out here in the news. Of course, you guys are familiar about it at this point. All the wrong reasons. All the wrong reasons. Ja is basically facing what some people have suspected and are pretty much speculating at this point is going to be a full 82-game suspension. Um, I hope it's not that harsh. I'm hoping they give him like 40. But even that is a lot. But he' brandished a gun. Ugh, it is the most ridiculous thing at this point because now his camp is floating out that, oh, no, the gun in the video was a toy gun. Bro, why didn't somebody tell them that that's worse? That that's even A stupider mistake than flashing your legally licensed gun in a social media video after having been on a Jalen Rose interview. I'm so sorry and I'm contrite. And then releasing this chat GPT statement of why, like, we've already been through all that. Why would it it be a better idea for the gun to have been a toy gun in Memphis in a video online? I I just. So that's job. And then most recently, bro, tell the folks a little bit about what's going on with your man Zion down in New Orleans.
1: All right. Well, you're not gonna do that that fast. Uh, <laughs> I had <have> a couple <laughs> things to say about little T. Morant. I don't. Know. Okay, wrong, Yeah. You well, 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 I, I think it. a little bit the
0: background about both, and then kind of break. Oh, it got into you. Play.
1: Yeah. So with the buns thing, Zion Williamson, a lot of um, consensual. I'm assuming unprotected uh relations with a lot of uh some women are known for their cinematic um, endeavors adult cinematic endeavors uh others are just called thoughts at this point i think uh, (laughs) through social media and stuff but nevertheless it's, it's a bad look for him it's kind of indicative of what type of woman you attract with the wardrobe that he wears mm-hmm. um and so it, it definitely shows that
0: wait wait it, wait 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 tell, tell me a little bit more about that you said the wardrobe that he wears attracts a certain type of lady right tell me more about that
1: um lady that white? would oh, see so, so, i'm sorry
0: is he just screaming like hey thoughts here i am
1: No, just the clothes. The clothes say like, "I'm a easy." uh, The old, the old, the old folks would call it a easy John or easy trick. Okay. Um, a Vic, if you will, in certain areas. Target Mark, are we clear? Yeah.
0: Say less. Go ahead. Yep. Just (laughs) a
1: mark. Oh, he has a baby shower. I believe, or baby reveal, whatever. Baby shower. Let's say baby shower. Of course, he probably I didn't see the outfits from the baby shower, but knowing him, he probably had a Burberry jean jacket and jean matching jean uh <laughs> short set or whatever. Asshole.
0: <laughs> With some reason. Oh Nike. Um go ahead.
1: And after the baby shower, he had another young lady start tweeting and going. Uh, pretty much with the fact that they have unprotected sex, and um, that you know, yeah, how did you do teams. this, this, and that, and then someone else popped up as well. It's just again, everything except for basketball. Um, and yeah, for that, and for his horrible fashion choices and his <laughs> not being available, correct, I would take uh, I think RJ Barrett is Faring out uh, thus far in his career better than Zion. Yes.
0: Are you taking him over exactly. Ja? No.
1: But okay. again, but I'm at the same time, time, my two things can be true though. Because my statement to 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 me, my statement is still true. He's again now hardwood as far as awards and stuff like that. Ja has done his thing, and he's maybe also me saying faring well far, is farther.
0: Pardon me, but he's gotten his team as far, if not farther, than what Arj has with the Knicks. Also, so
1: absolutely correct. But could I finish? Go ahead. There you go. There you go. But so with part of faring well is Mm -hmm. I'm forecasting their future as well. Especially if again, like we have. No, I'm I'm not saying like forecasting that he's going to be an all time great score. I'm saying like have a contract in the league, bro. I'm saying like he'll,
0: he'll be, be around there. after John.
1: I yes, cuz I feel like he's less self-sabotaging. Period. So it and like like again, if we get down to it and and just talk real, that is where that is where a lot of that take came from is Dag. If this guy is always injured, he's a bigger guy. I've never seen bigger guys without an effort or without the will to want to work out. IE Draymond Green, IE Kevin Love. When they, they got themselves in shape and long, and they they prolonged their careers. I don't really see that with Zion. Then with Jai, can't get out of his own way and he's self-sabotaging. That's just pretty much the basis of where that came in at because then when you get to the third pick, I'm like, okay, that was the Knicks with RJ. All right, cool. So, if anything, he is a valuable asset to be dealt or to be used as leverage. I'm talking about RJ Barrett here. Yeah. Um, yeah, as the guy stays healthy and he plays. He plays one way and goes one direction, but he's available.
0: <laughs> um but I got a hot take real quick before you jump off. Pause. It's right. hot. Not only will Ja Morant come back and reclaim a high level of play and, and put all of this behind him, he will win league mvp and he will win a championship now that may not happen in memphis but it will happen
1: now now he now you giving caveats to his hot take bro Stand it's gonna happen the
0: hot take bro don't i said it's gonna happen i ain't say where it was gonna, gonna happen it's gonna happen i ain't say where like lebron didn't start winning nothing till he left. Now, he
1: but you're qualifying your hot take let that let oh, it happen first.
0: I'm happen. saying let
1: it. This is what I'm saying. Let it happen first, then argue that point, bro. You don't gotta argue it before it happened. I said it was gonna. Happen. All right, relax, bro. We got you. We got you. you gonna win. Yeah, you. Good? I know, I you mean, good good right, there? You good, good right there. you good right there. You mean? now
0: if what now if. I didn't give you a if. I said it may not happen there. I'm qualifying. And so if you'd be like, oh, you said he was going to win right. one. I never said where, but I'm saying he's going to win one. So if he leaves he still not wins. Not
1: nothing with DJ Highstar. Exactly. I hear you, brother. I hear exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> I hear you. You say you're going to win a I, – I, I don't – I don't find it too much of a hot take. Uh, honestly. Why I, is it a hot take I that he's so. going to win
0: and win an MVP? Not just win a ring, but he's gonna win an MVP. Also,
1: MVP. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's scorching There we go. The guys is gonna take development and a lot of the things like people that have developed before our eyes are people like Derrick Rose, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Mm -hmm. Bryant, Mm -hmm. Um, and they have all suffered, you know, um, young dumb mistakes, if you will. So. Only time will tell with the young man, and and of course, we hope that he does turn into one of those examples of and and ends up leaving a legacy in the league or whatever like that. But these 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 years are pivotal, in other words, right? So self self right. sabotaging acts, it again took one thing with the Javaris Crittenton and and Gilbert Arenas thing to where it was like,
0: you know, oh, it ain't that serious.
1: To oh wait what? Oh wait no, nah, I can't wait what? Like Gilbert Arenas was that guy. You know what I mean? One of them guys. Like Agent Zero was for real, though. He was. Yeah. So it's just, again, I I encourage against the self-sabotaging acts. That's the biggest thing with Ja. Huge. Um, And we will sound like a broken record if we continue to talk about it. But that level, that high, high level of discipline, that high, high level of determination and like the, the desire to want that ultimate Pinnacle in in the NBA or want certain goals team goals or individual goals for yourself in the NBA into um and to excel past your natural talents mm-hmm. that takes you know the level of focus a level of discipline to, to do away with childish things if you will right I think the right. young man is 23 or something like that. I'm not trying to tell people what I was doing at 23. You know what I mean? (laughs) Real talk. So it's just like, and and a lot of times bro, I was talking to a lot of my friends on the side about this stuff, a lot of times it, it ultimately is a timer within us. It's an internal timer. So that first whole rehab stint, or I'm going to work on myself and my own personal issues that I have, which I'm going to stay ambiguous about and never tell anybody what it exactly is. Like, that was corny. If we was on another show, I'd say that was BS. You know that. So it, it's like, Excellent. and you called it. We both called it out as soon as it happened, of course. I mean, the, the America called it out. Let's be <laughs> real.
0: Everyone later, saw yes, that.
1: Everybody, bro. Like, so, and then, again, and then y'all come back with this story. Now, I don't know where T, the father, where T is in the camp as far as where he, quote, unquote, ranks at or what his... Mm-hmm job is and then and then what else he has in his camp is like does he have a pr person does he have you know just attorneys does he have a manager for like what what does he have who was who even who suggested to say that to let that information out this toy gun thing and like hey you know what might lessen the blow hey now now honestly and i love the palmetto the palmetto state But Mm -hmm. I'm, I rep the Low Country, baby. So I don't know if that's just some Sumter stuff that they thought like that they could get off. Shout out to Morris College. Shout out, shout out to Sumter, man. Shout out to Turbyville. Yeah. Sumpt. Shout out to Turbyville. All of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know who came up with that idea
0: (laughs) and why. It was a terrible, terrible, horrible, horrible idea, bro. And. they it they in,
1: to- in a world where we have people like Jalen Hurts putting a black person and, and spotlighting his um agent and and putting her in a great light, or LeBron putting his team on, and then now they got the little um uh, they got the the dot the the movie going on 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 Peacock
0: and stuff. Mm-hmm. You have even LeVar Ball with his antics, color. too. Oh, yeah, absolutely, for the building of his boys in the brand. This here's something different. This, are just is, so this is wild. And honestly, recording. like
1: when it first started out, I, w- I was kind of taking to task people that were holding T to the fire and holding him accountable. Like, yo, no, this. But now it's to a point where I can't even like give my dog <laughs> grace like that. Like, yo. I right, know. Like, like, you might want to yeah, get this together. <laughs> like, you live, I mean, and they publicize it, but they live next door to each other in Memphis. Like, they publicize Literally, it. Bought- like, yeah. He-
0: Job bought the house when he when the neighbor moved out, and it was a bigger house. He bought that one and gave his first house to his parents. It's like, bro. like oh, I agree. Yeah. Something change. I do think that he has a, a lot of potential. Uh, I've said it. I, he can. I think if he flips that switch, mm-hmm. oh man, the boy no. has physical talents and the ability still yet to grow within those talents Agreed. to become something incredibly special. Agreed.
1: Now, somebody like Zion. I feel like, again, he has a ceiling, I feel like, in the league because I think he's physically been dominating his whole career and then that, like, his whole life. And then especially, like, around the AAU days, you're playing with the best people in the state. And so it's like, all right, you this size you can dunk. All right, turn up. And he, he would turn up. Okay, cool. But I just, history doesn't lie. You know what I mean? So I look at the I look at the the slimmer built uh Charles Oakley's and Shaquille O'Neal's those years of their of their careers and and how that went. It progressively, you know what I'm saying? Of course, famously Shaq and Kobe had their riffs, but it progressively got worse for Shaq and for, for Charles. But but they like Charles up until the the Rockets, he was he was still, you know what I'm saying, like Fit now, granted again, Zion came into the league a little bit wider, defensive tackle looking, but the work, like I said, the work that could be done. Cause Draymond looked like a chubby kid
0: when he came in. He did. He did. He transformed he did. himself. Yeah. He did
1: you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's hard work.
0: Zion to me is it's unfortunate, but he's starting to feel real Greg Odenish. I I hate the Buckeyes, Ohio State basketball football i don't like the school Mm. i watched greg Oden in college um i Mm. was excited Mm. to see him come into the league and was looking forward to his play um when he got hurt with the trailblazers i was i was broke for my boy i'm starting to see a lot of that out of zion and And the thing
1: is his style of play so when he does even get back healthy right you mm-hmm. get on the court and you want to show off that you're still that dude and stuff like that is such a high risk for another injury and stuff like that for because real. Of the way that he plays and the, and, the, and the
0: size that he plays at, I'm big right. and and with with the weight that I've been, um, I wasn't able to be as agile and move around as much as what I was used to. Start dropping some weight and I was like, oh, hold up. I forgot I'd be moving around a little bit and and the more that makes me want to do the more I'm able to actively move and start getting some more of this off in this cycle. Bro, I understand wanting to be dominant, I understand wanting to be big uh, and, and being, you know, a force. Get some of that weight off, my boy. I promise you, you you you'll still be able to do put some muscle there, you can it'll feel better. I think he he definitely needs to take some stock. If you look at LeBron James, he's probably the greatest athlete that the NBA has ever seen and the money that he invests in his body is ridiculous. The time that he, the science that he puts into himself is, is just levels to that. And I'd love to see Zion be able to do that to sustain and just be able to be on a court, man. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Now, I, I mentioned a little while ago that, you know, I felt like Ja was definitely going to win that uh MVP and a championship and that he may not be able to do so, stay in there. In the NFL, there are some players who will not be winning championships with their current team after having been released namely mr running back uh out in uh minnesota dalvin cook bro the minnesota vikings have released the running back uh where do you think he ends up next where do you think he goes to a contender i don't know but i mean
1: so i hate these questions because i don't know i i I can't get that okay uh general manager ish into into football rosters because i just like i said i just frankly my My knowledge of the personnel isn't that extensive. So, but um, top, top, top five running back right now, in Fantasy? Oh, oh, oh.
0: Yes and no. With Minnesota, absolutely, because they were built to be a, what the Carolina Panthers essentially were um, last season – ground and pound, toss the ball every now and then, but then you get some the likes of um, uh, the receiver that let go to... uh, Not Gilmore. Stephon Diggs. You got Stephon Diggs, and then you got Mr. Gritty himself that they've been throwing to, so you have threats on the outside. I don't know that he can be that everywhere because every team's not built for that. If he wants to be the type of back that he has been because he's not a big receiving threat like that, I could see him maybe going to a Buffalo... Um, To be in a similar type situation, I could see possibly if he's willing to split a backfield Dallas kind of type situation. Um, I don't definitely don't want to see him in the Carolina Panthers blue, but I think he's probably fantasy wise a top 10 anywhere else other than in Minnesota. Hmm. And their offense will fall apart. Alexander Madison who has been like a a handcuff player for the last several seasons, that if you draft uh, Dalvin Cook, you almost definitely need to get Alexander Madison because he's going to come in, and when he does, it's a plug-and-play type situation. He's going to get 240 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and probably catch another one every other week or so as well. I don't think that with all of that ability where he stepped in, that he's going to be able to sustain that high of a level, and I see their offense taking a huge step back. I really do.
1: Great point. Great point. Sha'ada D. Cook, uh, the running back, is a lost position.
0: Mm-hmm. But one, definitely one of the positions losing a lot of money, one that's not linebacker. Carolina Panthers uh, linebacker Mr. Brian Burns stated in to, uh, recently today, bro, that he wants to be paid as the highest linebacker in football when he signs his contract. First off, you think Spider-Man's worth it?
1: yeah uh he's as advertised um you gotta shoot the shots to make them but he's he's as advertised uh because uh, again i saw you know firsthand and uh will essentially make him the face <clears throat> of our defense so i mean of course he already is but we've got several you know, marketable players that we do market on the defensive side, but that would just undoubtedly make him, you know what I mean? The face of our, of our defense and, and one of the top three faces of the team, Bryce.
0: Him, Bryce, and... And then
1: maybe maybe Adam Thielen, depending on his season, or perhaps so have the Miles seen Davis. Seen I mean, yeah, Miles Sanders, rather.
0: That's a fine. Um, Yeah. I could see it. Um, Jeremy Chin also kind of has some argument that if Jeremy of, um, if Horn could stay healthy, I think he would have the capability of, but as we recently saw, he has another injury and will be out the rest of OTAs and possibly likely mini camp, but they expect him back by training camp. But <sighs> he's too good of a player and too integral for what we need in the backfield. Cause we're already thin at the corner cornerback position anyway. Um, I, I, he just needs to stay healthy. I don't know if they get him drinking some milk <laughs> or what, but my boy needs to stay a little bit healthier, man. So we'll see what they do with Mr. Burns. We do currently have the, the the Panthers, the second highest cap in the league right now. Um, So the money will be there. I think as they continue to make good moves, there's likelihood that the salary cap will take for the second or to the third consecutive year in increase next off season as well. So um, the revenue would be there. I'd like to see the performance and, and the output on the field prior to giving him that contract moving forward, though. So one more topic before we get out of here, man. Uh, some stuff going out down in uh, San Francisco, huh?
1: Yeah, man. Um, With your second You team. don't have to queue up the... I got this, y'all. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> show. you do not got to queue up the music, though. How do I say goodbye to what we had? <laughs> Good
0: times it made us laugh. All
1: right, go ahead. So, uh, out in the Bay Area, y'all, Warriors Nation, Dub Nation. We took uh a, took a loss, man. Bob Myers officially steps down. um For those that don't know, the arc- short timeline for the Warriors. uh Mark Jackson was the head coach over there, kind of. Uh, curated the roster if you will uh with the help mm-hmm. of the front office and they curated a winning culture over there um then uh the face of the front office and the coaching staff switched up a little bit mainly with them uh mark jackson parting ways and steve kerr stepping into his you know uh position but uh right and so but around that time i want to say is when bob myers was brought on correct
0: or no it was the year before um matter of fact mark jackson's last year was myers's first got you
1: so you start seeing um the the biggest difference of course uh the organization the jersey change but um you just start seeing what's that
0: then the new arena later on all
1: right so following that the new arena. And then you start seeing just a different brand of basketball with Golden State. They took what Mark uh, Jackson started uh, and incubated uh, to a certain extent, and they took that, cultivated it out there to winning culture. Ultimately, winning their first championship, and then continuing on to in their dynasty, you know, type of ways. But all of this is under the helm of, of Bob Myers' decision making, um, all the way up into. More recently, I think to me, his only, only bust or only slip up is probably James, James Wiseman. Mm -hmm. Um, outside of that, fantastic resume can't be touched right now. Uh, one of the best in the league as far as GMs goes. Uh, but yeah, he steps down (laughs) here and he, uh, stepped down from the organization is, uh, rumors that one of his sons will step up in, um, and you know and run or or do the GM situation but your thoughts man your thoughts the situation
0: like you said architect I think what he and Mark Jackson did that first year was establish the bones and, and then they were able to kind of come and build from there and um, I still say that Mark Jackson is integral I'd love to see him be able to get an opportunity someplace else and I'd love to see him on the sidelines again soon but Bob Myers is definitely going to go down probably as one of the greatest GMs ever for what he was able to put together. And uh, unless he was a part of that and um, he created a dynasty, man. Absolutely. It's they going to miss him.
1: And I'd be frank. Um, they, when they were uh, exchanging blows, they were not Draymond green, but they were the kryptonite he- for the, Le- LeBron James and Cav and and vice versa so every uh Magic Johnson needs a Larry Bird of course Michael Jordan needs a Isaiah Thomas or you know um Clyde Drexler and Mm Hakeem or whatnot they made and and the thing is with how highly touted LeBron was coming out of high school it was almost like you were gonna Like, the stat is still there for him. I don't know what it is, but out of his 20 years, how many years have he made the finals? You know what I'm saying? Nine. Nine finals appearances?
0: I believe so. Okay.
1: But nevertheless, still. So, during my career, I've been in the finals this many times, but, excuse me, I've only won a handful of times because of this This. This organization, this dynasty.
0: He's been ten times, and he's four and six in the finals.
1: Got you. And I wonder, out of those six, how many of those were Golden State? Three. Got you. So, um, yeah, they they were LeBron stoppers to a, to a certain extent. They 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 showed the rest of the league that they weren't scared to go up against the stat, not even a stat Cleveland team, but just a very very well coached and well put together Cleveland team, like. Especially the Kyrie years, like so. Shout out to Bob Myers, man, Dub Nation. Also, uh, I think that this may be indicative of him being aware of the writing on the wall. Um, there's going to be some things that you have to face as an organization that you just can't avoid. So, Draymond's contract, Clay's contract, of course. Steph has the keys to the organization. He can do what he wants. He write his own check, really, if he wanted to, on some Tom Brady stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you've got you know, again, the youth that you've been trying to bring up and everything like that.
0: You tapped on something just now that I think is going to be, it's going to come out later on. With Steph coming out recently and saying that he wants to see this core together at least one more year. I think that was the pressure that ultimately led Bob Myers to say, I can't be around This isn't what I want. This I've already started putting pieces in to get y'all ready to get up on through here. (laughs) And the vision that he had for the future is contrary to that of Steph. But I think based on Steph coming out and saying that out loud, there wasn't a winning scenario where he was able to break them up now. So rather than do that, Hey, let me go ahead and step down. They may likely give him some other uh, cushy president title or something to remain with the organization, but even outside of that, I think that is the biggest reason Steph coming out verbally and and openly, publicly saying, Hey, we want nah, to score together for one I more year. To That's why us. Draymond
1: talking so spicy and he knows kind of that his boy got his back or whatever, whenever it comes to him trying to stick up the organization, because you can't never get it twisted. The players understand now in 2023 more than ever, that it's a business. So they look yeah, they to, the so it's not, it's not as much as Dre and as much as Steph, as much as all of them say that they know that the owner is going to open up the bank, uh, the bank account and that he's going to pay the luxury tax. They know that. Um, So yeah, it, it, it makes you think about what future Bob Myers saw for the organization. And um, because again, with, with Clay and then with Dre, like, I got to give credit to Draymond again for the physical shape he's kept himself in. And then um, a little bit goes uh, that goes to the pace that golden state plays with. You're not going to be out of shape playing their basketball. Right. Um, But him and clay, uh, although they're back healthy and everything like that, I don't think that um, he he saw that. Right. And that he saw a a mid to long-term value with them versus like you said, pivoting, being able to make moves at, Do which they would understand more than players would.
0: And imagine that that package that somebody was talking about um, earlier with Bob Myers being fully equipped and saying, Hey, I'm pushing us into the future, I'm trading for whomever, and I'm sending
1: Monte Ellis out of here or this and that, and start start selling Andrew Bogut. Bogut. Let's, yeah, yeah,
0: and start bringing in some younger. better players. Yeah, absolutely. Trading some of that commodity for some of these top picks. If there's somebody younger that they love, there's so many different options because like you said, these are still, even if they're not performing at that same level, they're fool's gold to an extent because they are still the name that they are. And there are some folks who would gamble on them having some type of resurgence and being able to give up some young talent and or draft capital as a result. And
1: Dre's value comes, Dre's value comes in him, you know, I hate using the glue thing, but him being, helping, yeah, and helping the synergy of the team. So if, again, you go to another organization that doesn't necessarily need that, then you looking standing around like a schlub, what is this? <laughs> no, getting technical fouls for no reason now, and yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah. I absolutely, I understand it, Bob. I, I can't wait to see hear the thirty for thirty on on them or, or see them on winning time. Right. Yo, that should be coming back out soon. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm ready for that. We got to check it to that. Well, High Star, that's going to bring us to the end of the show, man. Anything you want to holler at the people before we get out of here, bro?
1: Um, Shout out to Vanguard and happy Partnership Day. Uh, But also, happy early Juneteenth to everyone. Um, Yeah, follow me at DJ underscore High Star. And make sure you check out uh, DJ Blaze Radio Show to hear me again. If you're not tired of my voice yet.
0: (laughs) That's going to do it for us. Again, one more time. If you will be in the Columbia, South Carolina area, if you're not, come to Columbia, man. All roads are leading to Benedict College this Saturday, June the 17th, because 18th is Sunday and the 19th is Monday because I'm off. Shout out to Juneteenth. This Saturday, June 17th, Benedict College, the HBCU Alumni Classic is being sponsored by High Star Hoops. Come out. We got teams from Claflin University, South Carolina State, Allen University, Benedict College. Payne University, schools in Georgia, North Carolina, Johnson C. Smith. Come celebrate your HBCUs. We've got some of the young kids with with High Star hoops out there, man. It's just a whole event for the family. We got food. We got vendors. It's going to be like that. Yours truly and High Star will be out there broadcasting. So pull up. The first five people that come to us and tell us the key word Claflin, you get a Carolina Sports Talk prize pack. It's your main man, Big Cliff. Thank you for tuning in to Carolina Sports Talk. Until next time. Peace. is broken. What,
1: a a vertebrae or or what Uh, portion?
0: Spinal.